Hello, and welcome to episode 24 of the Fit Together podcast. My name is Stu. Hi, and I'm Raquel, and we're your hosts. Today, we're going to talk about travel, more specifically about our trip to North Carolina. Yes, we went to Asheville, North Carolina, two weekends ago, and in this episode, we'll get you caught up on our recent travel experience. It was a fun trip. I agree. It was an awesome trip. Want to get started with shoutouts or check-ins next? Let's start with shout-outs. Okay, I'll go. Shout-out to the people who watched Black is King. For those of you who don't know, Black is King is a visual album written, directed, and produced by Beyonce. It is a tale about a young king's transcendence journey through betrayal, love, and self-identity. I enjoy watching it. In ways, it was like The Lion King. I remember you saying that you had a watch party with some of your close girlfriends to all watch it together. Yep. It was it was nice. It was it was kind of challenging to take in, but the fashion and then just the feelings that it evoked were um worth it. It was worthwhile to reflect. I know that there's criticisms on the piece, but I think, you know, it causes conversation. And that's always important, a yep. conversation starter. Yep. Shout out to teachers and students who have started school. My first day back was yesterday, Monday, August 17th. It is a lot. There's a lot of new restrictions, a lot of new things that are going to happen, procedures, logistics of just how it's all going to go, and we'll figure it out. You became even more multifaceted. You're going to be teaching Yes. More classes than usual, or not more classes, more subjects than usual. Yeah, so one of the things that they're doing is I can only see a certain amount of classes every day, and now I see those same classes every single day. Instead of seeing all the classes in the school, they're trying to limit the exposure to the different classes. So I will see the same number of classes every day, and I will see the same classes every day. And you will be teaching. I'll teach all of the different specials. So I am no longer just a PE teacher. I will teach art, music, technology, library, all of the specials. And physical education. Yeah. And physical education. <laughs> yep. It'll be interesting. That's one way to put it. All right. Shout out to people who have or will compete in a bodybuilding competition coming up. I wasn't able to attend the Julie Palmer Ultimate Showdown because we were in Asheville, North Carolina, but I wanted to go so bad. So congratulations to everyone who competed, and I'm really excited to go to the Ohio Bodybuilding Competition in Columbus. I know the Julie Palmer competition has a really special place in your heart because that was your first ever competition. It is. Okay, I would like to shout out people who have been watching following the NBA restart. I don't have cable, so I can't watch a lot of the games, but I've been following the restart and I'm excited for the playoffs to start. So shout out to everybody else that's excited for that. Okay, woo woo. Okay, thank you listeners. We appreciate you. If you have topics that you want us to discuss, let us know on our Instagram at the Fit Together Podcast. We like doing topics suggested by our listeners. Yes, please do that. Also, if you tag us during a workout, during a meal prep, or anything fitness-related, we'll feature you on our Instagram story. And remember, that is at the Fit Together Podcast. Yes, tag us. All right, quick check-in, then Asheville? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so we've been watching a reality TV show together, which has been interesting because I feel like you've kind of been like, I don't like reality TV show, but it's actually the one that you brought up i didn't even think of it as a reality tv show well it is so one of them is a reality show reality car show (laughs) it sounds weird to say but you like it i do i really like it it's called car masters rust to riches and basically it follows this garage that's out in california and it follows their plan of how they buy like a rusty, beat-up car, and they fix it up, and then they sell it or trade, and they sell it or trade up, and then they get a different car, modify it, fix it up, do things to it, 
and trade up or sell up and they keep doing that until they eventually build up to a car that they sell for like over a hundred thousand dollars it's been cool to watch it with you since it is a reality tv show and then the fact that you know we can follow the storylines of the people so the guy that owns the shop has a pretty cool story he came from not so much and like nothing i mean he really literally talks about a lot out of nothing yeah i mean he talks about how as a kid he would go through dumpsters trying to find stuff to build and make stuff because he didn't have anything and now here he is on this show and it's becoming pretty big like you know a lot of people watch the show and here he is selling these cars for you know over a hundred thousand dollars and he actually also has two cars in a car museum so it's a cool storyline yeah, and then there's another one, the one with the supercars, where they, they race, like, these cars that people literally built from the ground up or took, like, a rusted old whatever that no yeah, one expected. Yeah, it's called a sleeper. Okay, the sleeper. Yeah, that's what it's called. That one's cool because they, yeah. the, they also have really cool stories. I feel like each of them tend to have, like, a very inspiring story, and then they come out to this racetrack, and we've been making it into, like, a game between us where we try to guess what the order is going to be from the race. Like, who's going to come in first, second, third, you didn't, fourth? You didn't say, though, what they're racing. Oh. So it's all the sleeper cars, but it's not just sleeper cars versus each other. It's the sleeper cars that all these people built. And then they're racing a supercar. So there's so, always one supercar that's like premiering and they're all, they all find, they all know what the, the supercar is going to be and they have an opportunity to like build their car so that they can try to beat it. Yeah. So like a Lamborghini was one of the supercars, a Maserati was one of the supercars and they race against those cars and they see who is the fastest car. You should check it out because it's surprising to see which cars win. Sometimes you, you really can't pinpoint what's going to happen. And then um, the last reality TV, I guess, type show that we started to watch, we didn't really watch too many episodes, but so it was like an obstacle course car show. Yeah, I think that one was, I think it was called Hyperdrive. Okay. And that one, it's people that have built cars. Some of them are stock, but some of them are cars that they've built. And they go through like this obstacle course. Think of like American Ninja Warrior, but for it's cars. for cars. Yeah, no, and that's a good that one, comparison. That one's pretty cool too. Do we say the name of the supercar one? What's the name of that one? Fastest car. Okay, fastest car. Cool. And then drum roll, please. It was Stu's birthday. Stu's birthday, August thirteenth. So what do we do for your birthday, Stu? Other than go to Asheville, because that was a part of it. So for my birthday, on my actual birthday, we went to this place called Mad Mike's in Newport. I don't know if I've really talked about it a lot, but I love cheeseburgers. If I'm going to have a cheat meal, if I'm going to eat something off my normal plan, I love getting burgers. Mad Mike's in Newport has these awesome burgers. So Raquel and I, my sister, a couple of my friends, we all got together and went to Mad Mike's and had some burgers and just hung out and talked and celebrated my birthday it was a good time it was a nice night we it was closed out mad mics <laughs> luckily we were sitting outside so we we you know we just once we knew that they were closing we went and threw our stuff away so they had all their things but then we just sat out there and talked yeah and it, it was, was really nice, nice. yeah we've and, also been spending some time at the pool raquel lives in a really nice apartment complex with a really cool pool so we've been utilizing that pool and trying to get our vitamin d and <laughs> spend right. some time outside it's been really nice hanging out of the pool i feel like we go to the pool and we just talk like we just chat non-stop yeah it is nice. <laughs> that's basically what we do we go we go we walk over to the pool we get in the water especially if it's warm um and then we just talk i felt like we just ramble until we're pruned and then we're like oh our hands are pruned all right are we done okay <laughs> Yep. And then we <laughs> then we leave. So that is pretty much the extent. Yeah, I feel like we talk nonstop though. It's like kind of funny. Maybe the yeah, but it's really nice. So if you got if you have a pool near you, um, it could be an easy couples date. <laughs> go to the pool, and just just float, hang out, hang out, or you could go with a friend and hang out and talk. It's really relaxing. It just feels so nice. 
um, especially these these days, these past days have been really nice to be out there. On another note, <clears throat> I've been having some abdominal pain. I can't pinpoint where it came from. I'm feeling way better today, but it took a little bit for it to pass. And um, I wasn't really sure what was, was going on. So I took some time to relax. So I haven't been working out. Um, I've been more so stretching and just trying to get my body um, moving. But even before I started, you know, trying to be more active, um, trying to figure out my diet. And Stu actually found this diet. Or you knew about the diet already. Yeah, and it's called was- the BRAT diet, B-R-A-T so that's my main reason of sharing my gut issues because I was I thought it was fascinating that you knew about this diet. Like, how did you know about the brat diet, and then what is it good for, and what is brat? <laughs> so the brat diet is basically just really easily digested things to help with your stomach. Just you know, trying to digest things. I can't remember why I know about it. To be honest, oh, okay, that's I'm funny. not sure why I why I know about that. But <laughs> so brat stands for something. The B stands for bananas. R is for rice. A is for applesauce and T is for toast. So the brat diet consists of those four things. Easy on your stomach, easy to digest, and it's supposed to help your stomach get over what's going on. Yeah, I had most of those items, but I went to the store to get some applesauce and some toast. And I've been eating those and definitely felt easy on my stomach. At first, I started with just, like, the rice. And I had some, like, simply cooked chicken, like, kind of, like, just pan-seared chicken. And, yeah, my stomach has been coming along. So, you know, kind of easing that. You never, you never know. It could be because of stress. Like, there's been – I've had a lot of meetings going on. And so just be mindful of your body. Listen to your body. I definitely listen to my body with, you know, taking time off and – and you know, trying to relax when I where I can, especially because it's like I'm in nonstop meetings. So, if this is a reminder to anybody, if you feel any aches and pains, and you're just stressed out from work, remember to you know, be you know, be nice to yourself. Listen to your body. Listen to your body. And then uh, let's do one more last thing for check in. We kind of mentioned it a little bit ago, but I have started back to school. Yesterday, Monday, was my first day back to school. And this year, I said it a little bit earlier, this year is going to be really interesting. Not exactly sure how it's all going to go, but we'll figure it out as we go. And I'm sure as it goes on, it'll hopefully get better, but it's going to be a learning curve. It's definitely going to be way different than usual. So we'll see what happens. All right, let's get into our topic for this podcast. Let's do it. How did we decide on going to Asheville? It was kind of twofold. I wanted to travel, and it was your birthday. So I asked you what places wouldn't you mind going. And because I knew that it would take some activation energy like it usually does to get you to want to go somewhere, I figured I would kind of use the place that you wanted to go in order for us to actually go somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, that is true. I definitely like my rhythm. I like my routine. And getting out of that sometimes takes a lot. I have always liked North Carolina. I've been there a couple times and I've visited Charlotte. And whenever I go there, I really like it. The city is a cool city. I like the weather. I like how, just like the feel, the vibe of it. So Mm -hmm. I thought, Also, Asheville, I've heard lots of good things about Asheville. So Asheville is already kind of in my mind because I've heard people say it's a really cool combination of outdoor things, but then also you can do city things kind of all in one. Yeah. So once I knew the place that you're willing to go that was driving distance, I started pushing the idea. You did push the idea. The drive was five and a half hours from Cincinnati. So not too bad at all. And I'm glad we went. So, how do you want to share the trip with our listeners? I was thinking we can go day by day, Thursday. Was it Thursday or Wednesday? Wednesday Wednesday night is when we got there. So, Wednesday night to Sunday afternoon and share our trip details and recap recommended places to go. I like that plan. All right, let's do it. I'll start out with my Excel itinerary. (laughs) 
whenever we have a vacation or a trip or something, Raquel always has this like itinerary typed up. If my friends are listening, most of them have seen one <laughs> because I always make one. I'm like, oh, this is what we should do. Unless, unless I'm traveling with Brittany because Brittany, she's the one that will get it together. And I, and I totally trust her planning. So if I'm on my own trip um, without Brittany, uh, which is like, you know, a lot of the times, um, I will create an itinerary. And so from the development of this itinerary, the idea came to me that we needed to do this mix between being in the woods, like actually staying in the woods in the city. And so I talked to Stu about it and he had already like had that vibe and he like thought it was a good idea. And so he kind of jumped into after he saw like my plan looking into Airbnbs and you did a lot of Airbnb searches. Yeah. And so also with this itinerary, I will say you have gotten better because before we would have to do every little thing on the itinerary <laughs> to the T to, to the time that it was supposed to be done. Oh my gosh. And if that didn't happen, it was kind of like stressful for me because I felt like you were like, okay, we're not following the itinerary. We were supposed to be here at X time. I'm trying to be nice. I'm saying now it's not as big of a deal. <laughs> I feel like you have an itinerary and we follow it, but if we don't follow it to a T and we don't have the exact time at the exact location we're supposed to be, you're okay with it. So I I'm will trying ac- to say. I will accept the compliment. I will accept the growth that I've shown. So thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and so what Raquel was saying with the Airbnb searches, I knew we wanted to stay in the woods for the first part. And then I knew we wanted to go to like the city the next part. So I was looking up Airbnb Airbnb places, trying to find where we thought would be a cool place to stay. Yeah, and you did a focus in the woods, and you did a very good job because we ended up staying in one of the places that you found, and it was quite nice. It was. It was really cool. All right, so on the day of that we were leaving, Wednesday, Wednesday. first thing that happens, drama! I have a dog named Buster, <laughs> and so... A little backstory to this. Back, geez, 10 years ago now, I had another dog named Red, and I went out of town for a weekend trip, just a weekend trip, and somebody was watching my dog Red, and the person watching him called me, and he was like, hey, like, I don't know why you're laughing. This is not funny. No, it's not funny. It's bad, but I'm just, like, awkward laughing. Oh. Yeah, like, oh, no. (laughs) I'm sad about it. I don't like what happened. I mean, they're not, they don't know what happened yet. So, I one night I get a call from the person that was watching Red, and he was like, "Hey, like Red hasn't come back yet. Should I go look for him?" And I was like, "What do you mean hasn't come back yet?" And he was like, "Oh, I let him out to go to the bathroom, and he hasn't come back yet." And I was like, "What do you mean you let him out to the bathroom?" And he was like, you know how you do, you like, you know, you let him out. And I was like, I let him out and I go out with him. And also he knows me. He follows my directions. You just let him out and let him go. And he was like, yeah, and he hasn't come back yet. I was like, dude, like go look for him. Anyway, I never found Red. So whenever I'm going out of town and trying to find somebody to watch Buster, it's kind of a big deal because... I don't want anything to happen to Buster. Because of past experience. It yeah. Was, it was hard. So you're like trying to be very careful about yeah. like his stay and making sure he's safe. Yeah. So I was trying to make sure Buster had a you know good situation and he was going to be looked out for. And it, it kind of became a like a big deal, a big struggle. But luckily, one of my neighbors, I called like, hey, you know, I'm in a tight position can you watch him she's she's watched him before she was like an angel yeah she's watched him before and she does a really good job with him she has dogs she loves dogs and she was like yeah that's fine no problem and so she helped us out a lot so quick shout out to neighbors who come in in the clutch because she absolutely saved the day definitely thank you to her so much and i don't even know if she listens to the podcast but thank you so much all right so Buster was taken care of. He actually, when you got back, he wasn't even like super 
um, bothered or stressed. Yeah, no, he, <laughs> and he just seemed like, oh, okay, you're home. He cool. wasn't like super excited. He was like, actually, I have the bomb person taking care of me. Like, I'm cool. I'm good. So yeah. it was kind of, it was really nice. So thank you so much to her. Anyways, we get on the road. I drove to Asheville. And from Asheville. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that. Um, I offered, so don't come at me. I offered to drive, but Stu had it under control. On the way there, I know we stopped for food. Where did we go? We stopped at Chick-fil-A. Okay. Got some Chick-fil-A. And then also DQ. Oh, yeah. Dairy Queen. Got a blizzard. Stu's first blizzard. Yeah. They they um when they make a blizzard we got the I got the Oreo cheesecake and Stu just got the Oreo correct yeah and they hold it upside down um before they hand it to you and why do they do that and they hold it upside down to let you know how thick it is they're like this is thick thick just in case you were wondering because <laughs> Stu asked me I was like I think so that you know it's thick like they did it right yeah and we like the blizzards yep the blizzards right. were good. So after that, we continued our drive, and we found the Airbnb. And we say found the Airbnb because it was in the woods. It was. And the description said, like, hey, it is kind of tough to find, so make sure you follow these directions. But we found it, and it was like this old gravel road that was going back to where we were staying. And at the top of the gravel road, what was there, Raquel? We saw, like, that they had... A Black Lives Matter sign. So that was kind of nice. A really cool way to start the stay. Being in in North Carolina in the middle of the woods, you know, quite nice to see that. Um, and yeah, we, we found it very easily. The Airbnb people did a very good job with the um, instruction, the directions. They did. Once we got to our spot, the first thing we did, the first night date that we had, what did we do, Stu? We were... Going outside, they had these nice chairs set up outside, and we went out and just were lounging in the chairs, looking up at the stars. There was no light pollution. We were out in the woods, no light pollution at all, and there was just a ton of stars that night. It was really nice. Yeah, it was quite nice. I definitely appreciated it, too, even though I feel like Stu's more into stars than the outdoors, the just being outside, yeah. <laughs> but I thought it was nice, too. All right, so then we woke up the next morning. Thursday morning. And I guess a fit-together tip. I was going to say the same thing. We we brought food. So we brought eggs. Um, do we bring egg whites? Yeah, was it? Okay, we did. So we brought eggs and egg whites and sweet potatoes. Uh, so we actually packed a whole cooler with us because our plan was to pretty much eat healthy meals and as then, much as possible and, and then eat out for once a day like, basically yeah, yeah and so we had our famous stew creation of egg whites and or, or should I say eggs sorry eggs and sweet potatoes for breakfast yeah and so if everybody is wondering well how did you cook that the airbnb had a little hot plate we cooked the scrambled eggs on the hot plate and then sweet potatoes a little tip if you have a microwave, sweet potatoes you can do in the microwave. I just rinse them off, poke some holes in them, and then pop them in the microwave, and you can have sweet potatoes by cooking them in the microwave. So what we did is made the little bowl. That's what Raquel was saying, the egg and sweet potato famous thing. <laughs> I just you know cook up some eggs and then add the sweet potatoes and mix it up, and it's like a scramble an egg scramble bowl it's really good it was nice because we were able to just have breakfast so it's not like we needed to like go anywhere and then they had a pretty cool space outside so like we i remember walking around outside and so they had like a little garden area with a teepee and they also had an entertainment area that had some seated um swings and you can look into the forest so we were able to just do that and not rush and go get any food or anything exactly. like that. So that was nice. Just take our time and enjoy the morning. And what did we have planned for the day? So after breakfast and after exploring around the Airbnb and just relaxing, we were going to go to two different waterfalls. First one was called Crabtree Falls. And then the second one was... Catabola. Yeah. 
and we don't know if we're pronouncing that right. We don't. We <laughs> had a we had a talk about that <laughs> yeah. the whole trip. Are we saying that right? Yeah. Well, um, what was it? Google Maps or Waze? They it told us how to say it. So yeah. We just went with that, which you know they don't always get it right. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. We, that's how we think it's pronounced. It, anyways, we would highly recommend both of these hikes. Okay, do you remember what our thoughts were on each of them? I'm trying to think. I think Crabtree. Crabtree was the one that you can actually get into the waterfall. Yeah. And you could climb the waterfall. It was a shorter waterfall and not as hard of a track, if I remember. Crabtree Falls was also the one where about halfway through the trail, you could go off the trail down to like a little tiny mini waterfall. Oh yeah, that was nice. That was cool because it was just Raquel and I. It was a kind of like a steep treacherous hike. Not even a hike, but just like a kind of steep treacherous down to this little mini waterfall. And we were able to get down there. It was just her and I. And so I really liked that. That was cool. Yeah, that was nice. And then, yeah, once we got to the actual waterfall, it was a good size one. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, you could actually kind of wade out into the waterfall and have your feet in the water and see everything going on around you. Yeah. And then Catawba, it was more treacherous, the route. The whole hike. The whole hike. <laughs> the whole hike. The whole was, hike. It was real. And it was kind of wet and slippery, and there were, like, all these A lot rocks. of rocks. Yes. The other hike was more just dirt and mulch in places. Family friendly. Yeah. The Catawba was much more strenuous and, like she said, some slippery rocks. And you really had to get to the waterfall. (laughs) Like once you got to the waterfall, you're like, okay, we made it. (laughs) I made it. And that waterfall wasn't as easy to get in. Like, you couldn't get in that one. No, but the actual waterfall was bigger. Yeah. And it was really cool. I mean, it it went way up. It was a bigger it, one. Yeah. And like we said, we brought our food. So we ended up eating food in between. Like, so, so we went, to, we did the hike, but then we had the food in the car. So when we were going to the next hike... We would grab food, and there was actually some places that we stopped along the way with a nice view of, like, the mountains. Yeah, and so, you know, a fit-together tip, pack things that are simple. It's not like we're packing, you know, chicken and rice and broccoli. We're not doing that. No, no. We have Ezekiel muffins, almonds, apples, sandwich meat, just simple stuff that you can eat quickly. Tuna packets are a good thing. And so we just, you know, made some sandwiches, ate some apples, had a handful of almonds. Rice cakes are another awesome, simple thing to do. Took some rice cakes. And that way, we're not trying to find a restaurant. We're not trying to find somewhere to eat. We can just drive to the next hike. And before we do our hike, we have, we joked and said, oh, you know, now we have some fuel for the hike. Exactly. It came at the right timing. We didn't have to, like, stress about finding a place because we were in the middle of nowhere, and yeah, it was perfect. It was right at our hands, so we never worried about being hungry. It was exactly. just like, oh, here's my food. And, I mean, it tastes good, too. Yeah. And so, Catawba Falls, you hike in, and you go to the waterfall, but then, on that one, you had an option of hiking back a different way. Oh, yes. So there Crab is this loop. <laughs> Crabtree, the first one, we go to Crabtree, you see the waterfall, take some pictures, and then you just hike back this, the way you came. Catawba, there was a loop, and you could try to go back a different way than you came. Yep. So, of course, Raquel wanted to do that. She's like, yeah, let's go the other way. Well, I had a plan. I told you that we were going to take, like, the – it was called, like, Triple High or something, and then you take whatever that loop's name No, was. that was DuPont. Oh, that was DuPont? Yeah. Oh, we'll get to that. Oh, you're right. Catawba. Yeah, no, I was trying to go a different way. And it was crazy because there was like, – It was even group. more treacherous. Yeah, no, it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure a lot of people decided to go. <laughs> go back the other way but um yeah and it was so funny what made us it even more funny is this lady this lady and her mother asked us at the end they're like oh how was it and raquel totally gets like amnesia i like forgot how hard it was yeah like, the, lady, so this lady. the lady that asked was sitting in the car with her mom 
And I could tell her mom was older. I didn't see the mom. I just saw her until after. I could see the look on the mom's face. <laughs> and you could tell the mom was like, I don't know if I want to do this. And Raquel was just like, oh, it's not that bad. You know, just it's not that bad. There were some people down by the waterfall that were older. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm trying to explain like, you know, the, there are some slippery rocks that I like I want them to do it but at the same time I want them to be aware like it's not just an easy hike like there's some treacherous points and Raquel was just like oh it's okay it's not that bad well so. once I figured out so Stu wasn't actually saying all these things his eyes and his mouth were like open like he was like concerned look like wait what 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 like I'm pretty sure like you wanted to say it but you didn't say it I was the one talking and then like when I realized I was like oh are we dealing with like back pain like what are we what are we dealing with here oh um, and then Stu started talking like uh actually it's treacherous anyways I think it's just funny because I knew it was treacherous, but then afterward, it, like, I was like, oh, it's fine, it's fine, because we did it, and it's cool, but, yeah, so that one's, I guess that's one thing we can say to our listeners, Crabtree Falls, really easy, um, go ahead and try it, Catawba, more treacherous, and then if you're trying to get in the water, it's not that fulfilling, because you're not going to get in the water, you did all that work, but it's, if you like looking at waterfalls and want a nice picture, very nice. Yeah, and then after Catawba Falls, we drove back to the Airbnb. We showered, got ready. Got glammed up. Had a date night, and we went to a Mexican place, got some dinner. So like we were saying, with Fit Together, we try to eat as healthy as possible, take stuff on the go, and then we eat out once a day. The Mexican dinner, the Raquel got a burrito. The burrito was huge. Yeah, it was, yeah, like a hand and a half, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And then that was pretty much the day. After that, we went back to the Airbnb and just kind of hung out for a little bit and went to bed. All right. And the next day, Friday. Friday morning, we did our same thing with, you know, the sweet potatoes and egg scramble. Made our breakfast, talked, hung out, just had a relaxing morning. But we also had to check out that day. So we got all our stuff together and made sure we did everything that the Airbnb required you to do. And then we headed to the Arboretum. I love plants. I love flowers. The Arboretum is basically a museum of flowers and plants and all these cool different plantings and like layouts and designs. And then something that I didn't even know, but they had all these Lego sculptures within Mm -hmm. the gardens so not only could you see all these cool gardens and all the nice flowers and plants there was also all these really awesome lego creations some of them you didn't even know they were legos like the the deer and her fawn yeah take a picture and like uh what is that it looks like maybe a toy but it didn't you couldn't tell that it was a whole bunch of legos yeah and And they were made it said they were like seventy thousand. that's what i was gonna say it's really cool to see how many legos made each one yeah yeah so that that was really that was really nice and they had a hike there too so we did like a very short hike where we started talking about life and then talking about was that the life talk no that wasn't the life talk. that was dupont that was dupont but we started talking about maybe motivations because because i was saying how like i like hikes near yeah waterfalls. so raquel was talking about i like to hike and then there's a waterfall at the end this hike where we're just like hiking through the woods, this isn't so much my cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, so I wanted to hurry up and get to the next hike. Yeah. After the Arboretum, we found this really cool burger spot. So again, I love burgers. We went to this burger spot called Burger Works, got a burger, hung out, ate, relaxed. The crazy thing about that burger spot is it was right by our hotel that we were going to be staying in downtown. That's right. That was kind of crazy. We pulled up and Stu was like, I think this is the hotel that we're going to be checking into. And sure enough, it was. <laughs> it was, but we we weren't ready to check in yet. We, we had like a plan, so we stuck to the plan. We ate at Burger Works, which kudos to Stu for picking a great burger joint because it was so good. You but, liked it too. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Then we headed to... DuPont National Forest. Yep. DuPont National Forest. There was hiking, and there was also 
waterfalls and there are multiple waterfalls yeah big one yeah and that one was really cool that one had different so that's what raquel was talking about earlier with the loop you basically hike in and you see some waterfalls on your hike in and then as you hike in there's a loop you can do and as you do the loop there's more waterfalls to see and discover and that one was really nice that one had a lot of different waterfalls they were pretty big that i liked that one dupont was nice yeah that was nice and that's where i was saying we started talking about like philosophical questions i think i posed the question of like do you have to appreciate something in order to have knowledge what was to it? understand it to understand it do you yeah so my question was do you have to appreciate something in order to understand it and what was your initial answer my initial answer was i don't think so but then as we started talking about it more and more i think that i came to the conclusion the more you appreciate something the more you understand it and so some of the examples that we were talking through i'm trying to like rack my brain to remember but i know like for a simple one was around like plants i think yeah like um so like some of the plant structures that you see, you know, at the arboretum and how they get plants to grow a certain way. And then some of the, you know, huge trees that you see, it's like, you know, if you have a deeper understanding of what it takes for them to get the plants to grow in that way or stay that healthy, then you have a stronger appreciation than if you're like, oh, those are pretty and move on or, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so I think we were saying it reverse. Okay. We were saying, do you have to appreciate something to understand it? Oh, we, okay, okay. We were talking about when you understand something, do you appreciate it more? Because you're talking about when you understand what goes into taking care of the plants, you appreciate it more. Yeah, exactly. That was the big talk that we were discussing yeah we were trying to figure out which one comes first or which one do you need in order to strengthen the other one and then also i posed a question along the lines of do you think people need an end result in order to enjoy the journey because you were talking about how you like hiking to see the waterfall at the end. Mm -hmm. So that's where I was kind of asking the question, do you think you need an end result in order to appreciate the journey? And we were talking about that. So yeah, just some philosophical life stuff. <laughs> yeah. And it turns out that obviously it could go both ways. It's like, obviously, like with that one, I think I was challenging back and saying like, how do you not have like an end result regardless of what it is? Because we were talking about art and like, you know, you work on this piece of art and and then there's the the challenge on whether, you know, working on that art might be what is fulfilling to that person and the end result. Anyways, yeah, so being in nature just allowed us to just talk about <laughs> all types of stuff. And something really cool that we did, we found this rock in Cincinnati. Oh my gosh, yes! When we were hiking in Cincinnati, we found a rock in Alt Park, and on the back of the rock, it said, you can either keep this rock or you can hide it somewhere else. And if you hide it somewhere else, take a picture and post it to this Facebook page so people can see. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Let's hide it somewhere, you know, in Cincinnati. And Raquel had a, a cool idea. She was like, no, let's take it to Asheville with us and hide it in Asheville. Yeah. So DuPont Forest is where we ended up hiding this rock and posting on Facebook like, hey, found this rock in Cincinnati, Ohio at all at Alt Park. Now it's at DuPont Forest in Asheville. Yes. So that was really cool. That was cool. That yeah. was something we were looking forward to. It's kind of silly and simple, but we were looking forward to doing that. And then I feel like almost the even cooler part <laughs> was when we were leaving. So Steve we were hiking already, we were hiking out of DuPont Forest. You had already noticed something and you were planning like so we found a really cool tree to put hide our rock in and we took a picture and we posted it but Stu had another place in mind just in case we didn't find a spot and so when we were walking under this bridge by the water he looked over and he saw like he had already seen something but go ahead so we were hiking out like she said under this bridge there was all these rocks 
And as we were hiking in, I was like, oh, this could be a spot where we put our rock. Yeah. So I was mentioning that to Raquel as we were hiking out. I was like, oh, if we didn't find a place, I thought this would have been cool to put ours. And when but I, I thought looked, you already noticed no, the blue. Oh, you no. hadn't. I thought you had. No. Oh, okay, that's why I said that. Okay, I so had noticed had the location, and I thought you, it would be a cool location to put our. So rock. we look up, and there's this blue painted rock with. We couldn't quite see what it was, so we went closer, and it had a little pug on it, and it says "Pug Life." It's a, yeah, Pug Life, and we pick it up, or Stu picks it up. And it's another rock. We found another <laughs> rock to hide. And yeah. So, so we on the back of that rock, Ohio. Yeah, it said it. You know, it said something similar. Hey, you found this awesome. Now either keep it or rehide it. And so now we have another rock from Asheville to hide in Cincinnati. So that was really cool. Good remembering that because yeah, that was. Absolutely, you got I was so, so excited. excited. I was like, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> you found the rock. Yeah. So yeah, we have to hide that one. And then Stu and I started collecting rocks yesterday so that I can paint some rocks. And I don't know if you wanted to paint some too, but I have acrylic paint and going to paint some rocks. And start and hiding hide around them. Cincinnati. Yeah, exactly. And the idea of the rock is just to spread joy and happiness. Positive. So so the, the rock that we hid in Asheville, that we found in Cincinnati and hid in Asheville, that one had a beautiful like colored tree on there. Like it had like a nice little sunset or something. Yeah. And then this one has a really cute pug. And the idea is that you put some kind of positive thing on the rock. And then when someone finds it, they smile. They can keep it or they can share it with someone else. Exactly. All right. So then after all the hiking on Friday, we get to the hotel. We already knew where the the hotel was. I mean, we were checking in on a Friday afternoon. And as we pulled into the parking lot, literally right there was a spot. So... We got a spot, and we knew we were going to just walk everywhere. So we got lucky. We had a parking spot. The car stayed there all weekend. Yep. We checked in. Yep. And then we got ready to go out. Yeah, and, and so we started walking around, and both Stu and I like sax, and we heard a saxophone player. So when Stu asked me which direction you want to walk in, I was like, towards the music. And little did we know, we had a little concert slash outdoor club going on. On the sax. This guy was out there playing saxophone. He alternated between soprano sax and alto sax, and he was really good. He also did something really unique. He took modern songs, and he would play along to the modern songs with the sax. It was it was awesome. Yeah, we spent a lot of time. Dang. Um, yeah, we spent so much time. Like, a lot of time. I took so many videos. You said I took, like, 20 minutes of, like, Snapchat video Or not Snapchat, um, Instagram videos. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a good time. Um, that was basically our night. So that was Friday night. And then Saturday, we ate breakfast. When we had breakfast Saturday morning, we didn't do our eggs and sweet potatoes and all of that because we weren't sure if the hotel was going to have a microwave and all of the things to keep the eggs and stuff cold turned out it did have a microwave and fridge so we could have had all of our stuff for breakfast but we didn't what did we do for breakfast saturday you found a breakfast spot and i got like a breakfast bowl Remember oh that's right outside in order to get in because covid yeah so then we decided to sit outside yeah so we did find a breakfast spot and we stood in line for a while, and then I said, I was like, can we just sit outside, you think? Because there was tables outside. So we said, hey, like, if we just order, will you just bring the food outside for us? Because they had a capacity rule. They could only have 25 people in the restaurant at a time. So that was a, that was a cool little breakfast. It was healthy. It was, it was healthy. made with all, like, organic and natural stuff. After breakfast, we walked around for a little bit. But then after walking around, we went back to the hotel, and we ended up taking a nap. Yep, nap time. Kind of refresh and recharge our batteries after the two days of hiking and doing a lot of outdoor stuff. Yeah, and it wasn't even late when we headed back out, right? It was like 1 or... I think so, yeah. It was like one thirty. So yeah, we it's a nap, but then we got out in the afternoon. Um, to do city hiking. Stu kept calling it city hiking. Yeah. What's city hiking? So city hiking, 
and you know, air quotes, city hiking, because <laughs> basically we're just walking around downtown, going in. Raquel really likes going in all the little shops, and a, there was a lot of art galleries. Mm-hmm. And so we just hiked around the city, popping in shops and art galleries and exploring. Mm-hmm. What it's, do you think your favorite art, not not even galleries, what do you think your favorite piece of art was that you saw? I have no clue. Okay. How about you? <laughs> well, I just, I remember those, they keep sticking out for some reason. It was those little paintings of like the different animals. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It was on like a postcard. Oh yeah, it wasn't I did like even those. in one of that the art galleries. Art gallery. It was like more. I guess it was kind of art gallery, but it was a whole bunch of different things. Um, yeah, no, those are quite stimulating. I liked those little guys. Those are cute. I like the ones of the black women, um, like the lady that was a professor, the one that was a superwoman, the one was a queen. Oh yeah, I really liked those. Um, I felt like those were very inspiring and nice and just the the art on those was really different it was really bright colors and And they were beautiful really stood out yep so after our city hiking we well this was still during our city hiking Mm -hmm. we found a bench in the shade and just sat down and had a snack and there was these uh drummers that were playing in the park yeah so we sat on the bench eating a snack and listened to the drummers and just relaxed and just enjoyed the moment Mm -hmm. after that we did a little bit more city hiking and then we had dinner at an italian place you want to talk about that um yeah we i thought we were going to be ordering a slice of pizza and she's like no 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 we're eating (laughs) and so i was like okay i'll get a slice of pizza and chicken tenders um and Stu got this calzone that i thought was amazing that was a very different calzone it was you really liked it but this was kind of going along with what we talked about earlier about the itinerary the itinerary for saturday night was supposed to be like a fancy dinner but we were already in like the heart of downtown Mm -hmm. from the city hiking all day and we actually went to two different places to put our name on the list. Oh, yeah, we did go on the list for, like, some fancy places. I forgot about this. Yeah, obviously, it wasn't a big deal to me. But, yeah, we were on the list for two places that, like, I had found in my itinerary. And um, they were all booked up. And then one was, like, like one said, like, oh, they're literally booked up. The other one ended up calling us back after we were done dinner. And we're like, eh, we've already eaten. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I was flexible. Stu was, like, kind of sweating a little bit. But I was like, it's okay, babe. Yeah. And so we ate outside. And that was the nice dinner. Yes. Impromptu. <laughs> something different. It was nice. The food was good. And then after that, there was this dessert bar that Raquel wanted to check out. Yes. It called was Crave. Nice. Yes. Crave Dessert Bar in Asheville. So we went there, and they had this delicious bread pudding that we got. Well, after dinner, we went there and put our name on the list. Oh, yeah, we did do that. So we were, yeah, we were timing all this stuff. Yeah, so we went to Crave, and we put our name on the list, and we knew to do that because... Of the other places. Well, no, because the night before, oh, yeah, we, we tried, tried to go, go to there. Crave because yeah, you wanted right. to go there. But they said, oh, the, you know, the wait list is long. And by the time you get here, it's going to be closed anyway. So pro tip, if you go to Asheville, these places are popping because even during COVID, you can't get a place. So I'd imagine that they have even more people coming when it's not like this. So make sure you get reservations because just about everywhere that we went <laughs> needed a reservation. Yeah, and so Saturday night we hung out at the Crave Dessert Bar and just enjoyed each other's company and sat outside and just enjoyed relaxing in a different city. Yep. And then that was the night. Sunday, we went to breakfast at the hotel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, breakfast at the hotel. You had to, like, really review this breakfast bar very basic but you needed to like open different nooks and crannies in order to find stuff because we didn't even know they had the egg breakfast sandwiches yeah until like the next day 
Because we actually, that was actually the reason we didn't get breakfast there. Because we were going to get breakfast there. But then we were like, they don't even have a protein that we can have. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. we It's a very basic breakfast. Basically, oatmeal. got some oatmeal, some toast, some peanut butter. They did have coffee, so that was nice. I just remembered something from Friday night. What? Friday night, we ended up going to that taco place. When we were walking around, we basically ended up sitting down... We didn't. We don't really even know how it happened. We just said, "Hey, like, are you guys open?" And they were open. And before you know it, we were seated at a table outside. It, and the tacos actually were really good. Yeah, tacos. Got were some good. really good tacos. So that That's was something right. Friday night yeah. that I forgot about that, that did we happen. did. Yeah. And then yeah, Sunday after breakfast, got all of our stuff packed up and hit the road to go back to Cincinnati. I would say overall, this was a really nice trip. We've already been talking about going to Asheville again. Yes. For me, it was nice to get away and relax. And I definitely want to go again. And I know that you wanted to relax and work has been crazy. So I'm glad we were able to get away from everything for a couple days and just have a relaxing, nice vacation. Mm -hmm. All right. That's all we have for this episode, right? Yep. Okay, let's try to recap the top things that we recommend that folks do if they visit Asheville. I'll try first. Um, The first recommendation is to stay both in nature and downtown. Second recommendation is to visit the Arboretum. If you get a pass, you're even able to leave and then re-enter within the same day. Um, Third recommendation is to go on hikes. Crabtree, Catawba, and DuPont were some pretty cool ones that we recommend. Definitely. Okay, fourth recommendation is go to Burger Works. Burger Works was the place with the awesome burger. Can you think of any more? Um, fifth recommendation is to visit downtown. All right, those are five good recommendations. I guess we'll have to go back and come up with some more. You know I'm down with that. Oh, I know you are. (laughs) Okay, listeners, we hope that you enjoyed learning about our recent adventure. Yes, thanks for hanging out with us. Let us know if you want to know more or have questions for us. Reach out to us on our Instagram at the Fit Together Podcast. Yeah, and maybe you're planning a trip with somebody here soon and you have questions about, hey, like, how can we be fit together? What can we do to still try to involve some healthy things into our trip we're more than happy to help with that yep exactly and remember tag us in your workout post we're always excited to hear from people until next time and remember fit together bye